Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, a former automotive engineer and high-powered executive leaves her stressful life behind and stumbles across the key to unlocking the secrets of ancient healing using light, color, and sound. What if we had an egg shape? And what if we use sacred geometry? And what if we use the golden mean ratio? What if we deliver the music with the phi ratio relationship and, and the lights would be specific colors so that, you know, some people don't just need the whole rainbow color spectrum. They just need these different colors. And, and what if we could just tune the music so that they just needed drumming or they just needed piano and those wave bubbles, those sound bubbles would Im- just be immersed in this experience Check out the huge selection of Strange Planet merchandise in my online shop. Go to strangeplanet.ca and click on shop in the menu or find the link in the episode notes for this podcast. At my Strange Planet shop, you'll find unique men's, women's, unisex t-shirts and athletic shirts, leggings, tote bags, mugs, neck gaiters and stickers and more all emblazoned with amazing artwork designed exclusively for my Strange Planet shop by artist-illustrator Rick Forgus. If you're a fan of Strange Planet, why not show it off? Go to strangeplanet.ca and click on Shop, or go to the episode notes for this podcast and click on the link. It's a strange planet. Dress for it. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett. Welcome to your Friday. Gail Lynn is standing by to discuss light and sound therapy. Before that, just a reminder, I'm sitting in for George Norrie on Coast to Coast AM tonight, Friday, February 12th, and I'll be hosting again on Saturday, Feb 13th. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more info and to find a station near you that carries this amazing late-night radio program. Gail Lynn is the inventor and creator of the Harmonic Egg, As a 37-year-old, she was diagnosed with severe cardiovascular stress stemming from the pressure of a competitive career and more than one broken relationship. Searching for a natural therapy that might help her, Gail stumbled across light and sound therapy. The healing she experienced from a single session of this therapy, while not immediate, seemed almost miraculous to her. In 2010, she opened her first light and sound therapy center in Denver, Colorado, using the older technology she'd first experienced. And over the next few years, she studied bioresonant frequencies, Nikola Tesla's theories of three, six, and nine sacred geometry, heliotherapy, chromotherapy, and much more. She pondered how to create a chamber with a perfect combination of size ratios, materials, and shapes to enhance resonance and enlisted the experience of professional musicians to create some proprietary music specifically designed to utilize the acoustics of the egg shape to help the body heal itself. In 2020, Gail was approved for a patent for her invention, the Harmonic Egg, just four years after applying. Now she's turned her attention to bringing the Harmonic Egg to more communities throughout the United States and the world. In addition to making the Harmonic Egg available for sale to other holistic practitioners, she generously shares her knowledge. She's passionate about helping people transform their health and achieve mental and emotional well-being by energizing the healing power within them. She's the author of Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing. Hey, Gail. Welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, all things considered. (laughs) <laughs> as we say these days. Exactly. exactly. 
Let's talk a little bit about your history. You had several high pressure jobs and doctors basically told you you were like a walking heart attack. Tell me, take me back to those uh, days. Oh boy. Um, yeah, so it's not my story anymore, but it is a story, uh, you know, growing up in the Detroit area and being in the, you know, the man's world of automotive um, in the what late 80s, early 90s, and um, trying to prove myself there. And then going on to uh, um, tell the telecom industry in the good old boys network and in, in good old Dallas, Texas trying to prove myself there. I built some really um, successful careers and then went into Hollywood and built a career there of all places, you know, trying to really find how I can uh, navigate the world and how I can make a difference. I always thought since I was a little kid that I would change the world. And uh, so by the time I finished Hollywood and seven years of Hollywood, the doctor said um, I was on the verge of a heart attack and had the heart of an 80-year-old, and I was 37. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so what did you do? Well, I had to make some changes, obviously, because I really knew I was going to change the world, and, and, and I wasn't there yet. <laughs> so I started searching, and, you know, and I, I was searching with the Western medicine, which I love when you break your you know, bone or you have high blood pressure and you need to get it down you know, so you don't have a stroke. But I searched, you know, the world over in Western medicine, trying to find a, a quote unquote cure and uh, really nothing. And I was led to sound and light therapy of all things, which, you know, in my engineering mind, that didn't make any sense that you could listen to some music and some colored light. And, uh, you know, you could you could actually get results from that. And, you know, we're sound and light beings by nature. You know, we're vibratory beings of light. So why not, right? So I found a location in, uh, of all places, Cottonwood, Arizona, where they had this light box. I thought it was super weird. I didn't really think that lying in a coffin-like box with some uh, music underneath a, a you know, a, a foam pad and uh, literally looking up and seeing the Salvania 40 watt written on the light bulb that was rainbow painted <laughs> would actually do anything. <laughs> but lo and behold, I'm telling you, um, my heart rate variability reset itself after four sessions in a weekend. Wow. And so what did your medical doctors think of the reversal in your condition? Well, you know how uh, sometimes you can't make things fit in your little mind. So you say things like, well, maybe it was because you finally took a vacation. Maybe because you finally, you know, rested for a weekend. Uh, maybe, you know, there, there was a lot of maybes. Maybe this could have happened, but there's no way they believed that lying in this coffin-like box actually did it. They actually tried to drill me and said, did you take any supplements? Did you do anything different? Nope. Got on a plane, flew to Phoenix, drove up to Cottonwood, laid in a wooden box for a while, and this is that was it. <laughs> and you, obviously, I mean, you strike me as someone who doesn't do things half measure. I mean, you were so sold on the idea, you just decided, well, you're going to open your own light and sound healing center. Yeah, yeah. So, you know... I came back from that trip and I thought, okay, so, you know, the, one of the biggest sins of all is not to use your God-given gift, right? So I thought my God-given gift was corporate project management, chief operations officer, Hollywood producer. I was good. I excelled at everything I tried to do. My friends always say, everything you touch turns to gold or, you know, something like that. So I was trying to get another corporate job. Everywhere I went, the door was locked, the door was locked, doors were slammed. I couldn't find a job anywhere. And this calling kept happening where it says, you're gonna open this you know, sound and light uh, wellness center. I said, no, I'm not. And the universe said, yeah, you are. I said, no, I'm not. And the universe won, I lost. But I lost my entire identity during that process of, you know, who am I? I thought I was this corporate girl and I thought I was this operations officer 
oper- you know, doing operations and project management and Hollywood producer. So it was like, who am I? I, you know, I, I felt just naked standing there and looking up at the universe or God and whatever word you use and saying, okay, if you want me to do this, you better F and find a way for me to do this because I feel like the biggest loser that can't do anything right now. So literally, as soon as I said yes to the universe, um, I will tell you that was, I think, around May of 2009. And I opened my center in uh, 2010. And my life has been absolutely perfect on my path. But you, you weren't, obviously, you weren't done then because, or done yet, uh, because um, you also, I, th- I guess it was through a series of synchronicities, which I would love to hear about because that's one of my all-time favorite areas of discussion are, are synchronicities. But then you discovered things like Tesla mathematics and, and sacred geometry and combined all of those things into where you're at now. So tell me about these series of synchronicities that, that, that led you on this path. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's great. It was so perfect. Everything lined up every time I needed information, it appeared, I mean, almost like a book would blow in the wind and there was the answer. And that's been happening to me my whole life. Uh, But when you're, when you're a kid, you just think everybody does that. Right. So, um, I started to, I, I opened the center with two of those light boxes and, uh, you know, had a lot of complaints from people saying, well, it's really hard to lay flat on my back. And, you know, what is the silliness of this, you know, light bulb that's painted, uh, you know, the four inch foam pad sounds like the, the music's kind of distorted, you know, people were, would come to, come out sometimes and be angry. And it was just, I think the nervous system trying to figure out what was happening in there. And so, you know, as my engineering mind was going off, I'm like, Hmm, it would be really cool to put a zero gravity chair, some kind of recliner. And although, you know, the pad's great, it's comfy, it's blocking the music from coming through. And then I realized that the unit was using MP3 files. And in studying that, I thought, you know, we need the WAV files or FLAC files. We need the full, you know, integrity of the music that the musician intended it to be. We don't want compressed files that are cold and clinical. And what if we had an egg shape? And what if we use sacred geometry? And what if we use the golden mean ratio? What if we deliver the music with, um, you know, the phi ratio relationship and, and the lights would be specific colors so that, you know, some people don't just need the whole rainbow color spectrum. They just need these different colors. And, and what if we could just tune the music so that they just needed drumming or they just needed piano and those wave bubbles those sound bubbles would just be immersed in this experience. And, you know, Tesla is three sixes and nines. Mm -hmm. And I resonated with that. So I thought we have a dodecahedron, like it's paneled on the outside, 12, 12 panels, which is the three. So the two plus one. And then we, I said, well, let's put a hexagon platform. And it was funny because my guys were like, well, can't we just make it a circle? It'd be easier for us to build this. If we just had a circle, I said, no, no, we have to have, uh, we have to have a hexagon. And they're like, why? I said, I don't know. It just has to be. And, you know, probably eight months later, I realized that the hexagon in the center of a hexagon is somewhat of a portal. So guess where the chair sits right Mm -hmm. in the center of the hexagon. And I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. And then I was like, we could do 360 of healing and that's the nine. So we got the Tesla three sixes and nines. And I'm like, this is brilliant. And then started thinking about frequencies and Rife started coming in just as um, almost like downloading information. And everywhere I looked, I'd open up, uh, you know, a page of a book, or I'd open up a, a web browser and there was more information. And I, I felt like I got to the very end of the project and um, I, I could draw it in my head because I, you know, was in automotive and I was a CAD operator. So I could draw the top view, side view, front view. I had cutout views and someone said, it can't be done. You can't build something like this. And I said, well, Walt Disney said, if you can dream it, you can do it. And they said to me, quote unquote, you're not Walt Disney. (laughs) (laughs) 
I said, well, you know, if, when people tell me you can't do something, get the heck out of my way because I'm going to do it. So it took almost a year to build this thing, and um, we figured out how to do it. And then it looked like it was going to fall down. The prototype looked like if you sat in it, it was going to fall right on in on you. Um, but we had doctors that tested it, and we had healers and channelers and, you know, people who do dowsing and, and pendulum work. And I said, you know, my biggest concern is that I'm not going to hurt anybody. I don't want this to have any kind of side effects to hurt anybody. And still really unsure of myself, right? And um, so all these synchronicities kept happening, and I felt like I got stuck. I felt like I was at the end of it. We built it, and there was just something more that wasn't coming through. And uh, I think my guides decided that I needed a car accident. So I got hit pretty hard, 60 miles an hour. A girl ran through a red light and hit me on the driver's side. I don't. Rem I lost consciousness probably for 15 or 20 minutes. Um, but after that accident, the rest of it came through. It was really weird. It, it was almost like they're like, we need to do this to her right now. Hmm. Um, and I fully recovered because I do know that if you can hit a, a trauma, you know, you can start to... Uh, release it within a few hours. I, I, I've heard six hours, which here comes the number six again. Within six hours of a trauma, if you can release it somehow, the cell memory doesn't have time to remember it or to hold it. So I was in one of my chambers, you know, within six hours of the accident, and I didn't suffer any kind of brain injury. I had, um, you know, severe pain for a little while, but I fully recovered. It was it was a pretty um, synchronistic and blessed experience uh wow that's quite a trip um so so take us inside the harmonic egg uh i'm looking at it here on the on the cover of unlocking the ancient secrets to healing uh, does it is is that the first iteration or does it i mean does it look like that is that the final the final uh, version of the harmonic yeah. egg that picture that you're looking at is on the cover of my book, and yes, it's about um, version six. Version six. We tried a lot of different things, and that's uh, that's the current production version now. Right. It's very futuristic. It looks like it could be a, a, a shuttlecraft from the Starship Enterprise or, or something like that. And also, I mean, you mentioned Tesla, but I'm looking at the, uh, the hexagonal uh, shapes there. Is there any, any Buckminster Fuller in there as well? Uh, well, yes, it's definitely galactic, and uh, yeah, he's got some pictures of him of Buckminster Fuller with that. Oh, um, uh, I don't know what he calls it—that orb that's behind him. There's a lot of sacred geometry in, in his work as well. There's a lot of um, uh, Edgar Casey as well. Ah. Edgar Casey says one of the last pieces of work that he did before he passed. If somebody could bring together the spiritual forces of sound and the spiritual forces of light, it would be a great modality for the future. And that was in 1943, I want to say. Hmm. So, um, uh, I wanted to also ask you about the golden meme, uh, the golden ratio, and how, how that is uh, encoded in the harmonic egg. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to go back to what you're saying. It is very galactic. Um, I've had channelers tell me that this is the first time this kind of device has been on planet, which is kind of crazy. And I feel like I do channel, but I'm very humbled because of my engineering background. So when we decided on the golden mean ratio, we thought if we use that ratio, one by one, six, one, eight, that we would be able to deliver in a very powerful method sound and light to the being that was inside the harmonic egg. And when you're in there, it's actually made out of wood, so it's very simple. The electronics aren't connected to Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. Uh, the acoustics are beautiful because of the soft wood that we use. And so there's this reverberation and we've had musicians who actually listen to their own music inside the egg and have told me that the experience 
is unlike any studio, $100,000 studio that they've been in, listening, the listening experience in a 360-degree egg shape. Hmm. So when you, you go inside, you, you, there's a chair in there. Uh, does the on the on the cover the egg is kind of open does it does it close completely or is it just the way we see it here yes it closes completely um there is an air gap by design for people with claustrophobia um, in the door so you have the integrity of the 360 degrees inside the golden mean ratio um, spiraling around you and and people that describe it is very cute I've had people describe it where they think the music is coming from uh, the headrest of the chair where in fact it's on the sides of the egg but when you're immersed in that sometimes you'll hear the music coming from the top sometimes it sounds like it's behind you sometimes it sounds like it's coming from underneath you but in fact there are only two speakers on the two sides. And what type of music, does it matter? I mean, can it be Gregorian chants? Could it be a Tibetan throat singing? I mean, what, what kind of music? That's a great question because it does matter. Um, I feel like the um, musicians have come to me. I feel like the egg has found them and brought them to me. Um, the consciousness of the egg is very high. Uh, as we raise our consciousness and we raise the consciousness of the planet and we the egg will raise her consciousness and the musicians need to be a high heart energy. They need to be a high vibration. I've listened to um, Ethok Perlman and, and different music in there and it just doesn't work. And I think some of it is just if there's an ego or if it's not mastered properly or composed properly or mixed properly, the music doesn't spiral around in there. So I'm, I'm using musicians and I'm telling them whenever I hire them to uh, do a piece, they need to hold the space of unconditional love. And we need that vibration in there because love does heal all. And all of our egg guardians or egg owners um, love their eggs so much. So we have this whole family of just love and um, it's just a beautiful thing. So, you know, music does matter. It does need to be the higher um, megabytes and not an MP3 file. And um, you want the integrity of what the musician intended to be coming through in the music. Any particular uh chord progressions or or musical notes uh, that are um, more effective than others and in terms of the tuning I mean I've on my programs I've over the years I've talked about you know the 440 Hertz conspiracy where uh, the idea that that they 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 changed somehow the tuning of I guess middle C or a uh, back in the 40s and that somehow uh, this retuning kind of changed the vibration and and uh, lessened the healing quality of music. So talk to me about that, if, if that figures into this at all. It does, actually. And I listened to your interview with Bob Connolly, which I was very fascinated with. So very nice job on that. Um, so if you think about it, they say, you know, 528 hertz heals the DNA and people make a lot of claims with the Solfaggio suite. And I think that it's all based on the individual. If, in fact, the egg does vibrate at 900 hertz by itself, and you put somebody in there, uh, you know, 10, 15 times, and they're then vibrating at 900 hertz or 800 hertz or 700 hertz, and then you put them on 528 hertz, what does that do? If you have somebody vibrating at 200 hertz, 300 hertz, and you put them on 528 hertz, what does that do? You see where I'm going with this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So I think it's brilliant. Now, I have a, um, a pretty famous musician that comes into the center, and he will tell me that his cello will only tune to 440 hertz in the key of G. Any other way that he tunes his cello, it does not work. 
and this is someone who's played for the Pope, the Dalai Lama, and it's it's beautifully tuned. So I I don't know if I really agree with the whole Hitler Nazi thing with the 440 hertz. There may have been something else they were doing to the airwaves, and in, in not just the change of hertz. Um, everybody has an opinion about it. I don't focus so much as on the hertz of the music, but on the instruments. So where flute can work with the liver in the egg and gout and sciatica pain. And, you know, we can't make any medical claims because it's not technically a medical device. It's a relaxation chamber for working with stress. And so I feel like everybody's going to benefit in a different realm. So some of our pieces are 432 hertz, some are 440 hertz. We've tried, you know, some others. It feels like there's a high point of the egg. Um, so musicians have to work with that high point just like any other kind of uh, concert hall. More of my conversation with Gail Lynn, the inventor of the harmonic egg, when Conspiracy Unlimited returns. Industrial hemp was recently legalized as part of an omnibus agriculture bill in the United States. Now, I've talked about the cultivation of this amazing and versatile plant, hemp, and how it's inextricably linked to human civilization. Now that hemp is legal again, after nearly 80 years, you're likely to hear more about CBD oil, which is produced from the hemp plant. CBD oil is truly a life oil and its properties can help us on our journey towards a longer life and a healthier lifestyle. CBD oil from Ancient Life Oil is the highest quality, non-psychoactive grade of CBD oil available on the market. It's American made from gold grade organic hemp and supercritically CO2 extracted in a pharmaceutical lab. Get your little bottle of big relief from ancientlifeoil.com ancientlifeoil.com. I take an eyedropper under the tongue every day and all my stress and anxiety are gone. Ancient Life Oil, the Ferrari of CBD products. In another reality, Richard is a very strong and handsome man. Just not in our reality. Although I heard somebody passing him in the hall the other day, and it was, good, good, a handsome man, Richard is. I made that up. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Gail Lynn, the author of Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing, is here. Let's talk about the light and color therapy aspect. Red, blue, full-spectrum light, I guess, would be the most commonly used colors for healing, right? So we use the nanometers on the color spectrum. It's not a full light spectrum per se. Uh, you know how we we associate red with the red red with the root chakra, and say purple with the crown chakra. So we can adjust those colors. We have reds. We have reddish oranges. We have oranges. We have, you know, yellows. We have greenish yellows. You know, so I I chose a LED light system that will best support, you know, the full color spectrum of lights. You mentioned uh, Royal Raymond Reif uh, earlier. Uh, how does he fit into all of this and his vibrations? So I think we can talk about this on your show after listening to a few of your um, podcasts. Royal Reif actually showed up energetically in one of the eggs recently wow. feeling like yeah yeah we had a channeler there and she didn't know who this gentleman was but uh there was a, a smoke smell there was a a man observing her in the egg and taking notes and kind of what she described as he felt like he was kind of part of this project part of this technology and uh, when the center owner said, was it Royal Rife? She said, I don't know who that is. So he showed her a picture and she said that was him. So interestingly enough, I feel very connected to him and his work and his universal microscope. And uh, a lot of people claim to use his frequencies for healing 
But in my opinion, if they're not using a universal microscope and they're not staining live cells to see, you know, what colors show up and, you know, really refining the frequencies per person, um, it takes years to learn that. And the frequencies that he defined back in the 30s, 40s-ish, cancer's different. Disease has mutated. You know, things are different now than they were when he set those frequencies. So I'm still exploring because this was a recent thing that happened, um, how I might be connected or how the egg is connected to Rife. Fascinating, fascinating. Um, so let's let's talk about how this works. When you, you, you climb in, you turn on the music, you turn on the, uh, the, the color light therapy, how long do you do you sit in the uh, does one sit in the chair and is the the color light focused on one particular part of the body or the entire body? So yeah, great question. Uh, you're in there for forty minutes of music and light, and then ten minutes of silence. And though there is the light during the silence, but we we turn the music down. So there are lights on the bottom underneath the platform and then there are lights on the top and there's a circular sacred geometric pattern on the top so when you're leaned back in the chair it almost looks like a eclipse it's pretty cool um the light is illuminating from behind it so you can have one to two light colors and the body is absorbing those light colors and um, your experience is again 40 minutes of music 10 minutes of silence And then that silence, after that deep, relaxing music, that silence is really integrating. It's beautiful. We don't spend enough time in silence. So some clients do get very uncomfortable during that silence, which is quite comical to me um, because they're not used to silence. And so technically what we are doing is we're rebooting the body. And when you reboot the body, it can create a new normal. So say your normal is asthma or your normal is allergies. Creating that new normal and bringing the nervous system back online in a more perfect way um, can have therapeutic benefits. So with each uh, color, there are, I guess, benefits and also, I guess, conditions to be avoided. So. Walk me through some of those. Let's start with red. What what are the positive benefits of uh, of red? That's a, another great question. So the root chakra can come back into balance with red light and drumming. So uh, knee issues, teeth issues, sight issues, anything to do with survival in that root chakra, you can bring that back into balance with the red light and some drumming music or Piano music is always our default because you want to reboot the nervous system before you start going after a root um, condition, if you will. Okay. And when should we avoid red therapy? So we don't use very much red light, like the Juve light system and some of the other light systems that are red light therapy um, are very stimulating colors. So the amount of red light we use is minor compared to standing in front of a, a wall of red light. I would not use red light in, in that intensity for something like the big C. Um, I would not use it with children because it's very stimulating or pets. We do remote and distance sessions for pets as well. And so I wouldn't use those stimulating colors for that reason. All right. We have to talk about orange, which is my favorite color. Uh, it's a happy color. It's joyful. Uh, how can orange help? Orange, I actually bought an orange car because I love orange as well. <laughs> orange is the color of success. Orange is also the color of the sacral chakra. And orange and uh, and the, the harmonic egg are amazing for the liver. Uh, we will actually have people tell me, they'll tell me, you know, I could feel my liver. I could feel, you know, just different sensations while I was in the egg using the orange light. And uh, I, I compliment that with flute music for the liver as well. Hmm. 
what about uh, mood? How can it affect your mood? Because again, I when I it's just a color that makes me happy. I think of orange. I think of the sun. I think of you know the actual fruit, the orange. I think of I don't know why. I think of the Beach Boys. Um, what what? How can orange affect mood? So orange we use for depression as well because it's just a beautiful color that way. Um, and when when somebody really needs orange, they're um, they're they're really attracted to it. And I tell them, you know, eat the colors. Uh, so orange will also replenish B vitamins. Reds and oranges will replenish B vitamins. So I um, I'm studying right now if the orange and red fruits that I'm eating do actually have B vitamins because I'm I studied the light part of it. And I have a, a little tool that I can test my vitamins and minerals. It's um, 70% clinically accurate. It's not 100% accurate. But I'm finding that the color is actually replenishing minerals and vitamins. Isn't that interesting? You know, the other interesting really? thing about food is how foods, there are foods that look like certain things, uh, parts of the body. And it turns out, and it's by design, I know it. Uh, those foods that look like certain parts of the body are good for those parts of the body. So like um, uh, walnuts, a walnut looks like uh, the brain. Walnuts are good for your brain. Um, the almonds, uh, the, uh, is it the amygdala? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, there are so many different examples and I, I can't think of any others at the moment. You probably know more, but uh, Anyway, I just thought of that when you mentioned, you know, food and how a color orange, um, and if you eat that orange, it's 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 good for those parts of the body. Anyway. Yeah, you're eating color. Now you're it's brilliant because you're right. The the walnuts for the brain, kidney kidney beans for right. the kidney. They talk about a different bunch of different things. And if you think about it, I learned a lot about foods um, because I, I want to help my clients not only with the sound and the light, but when they come out, I've got to support them in their diet and exercise. And, you know, you can't just go in the egg and then go to a fast food restaurant. Uh, you know, you want to really support the body. And one thing that I found fascinating was the seeds. So uh, somebody said to me, why do you think that God or the universe would put the seeds of many different foods in the very center to protect them, you know? And they said that eating the seeds will help your body digest the food. It has the enzymes to help your body digest that food. So I eat watermelon seeds and I haven't gotten pregnant from it. Um, <laughs> and I eat the lemon seeds and I eat the seeds, you know, some of the seeds like strawberries are on the outside. Um, but apparently the seeds are such a key to helping your body digest those foods. Hmm. I don't want to digress too, uh, too far here, but while we're on the food and seeds in particular, someone who I was a, he was a former Google employee and he told me, I don't know where he got this from, but he said, if you were to plant a seed, let's say a tomato, uh, or um, let's say you're growing an olive tree, you know, you're gonna have to wait a while to, you know, for it to bear fruit. But if you were to plant that seed with, let's say some of your DNA or some uh, uh, strands of your hair, the, the fruit that, that, that grows will somehow understand the deficiencies in your body uh, based on, the, on the, uh, the hair sample, let's say, that you plant with it. Uh, and then when you eat that fruit, I mean, that, that, that's, it's almost as if it's programmed specifically for you and your deficiencies. Does that make any sense to you? Have you heard, ever come across anything that sounds similar to that? Absolutely. So I planted a garden and I will suck on the seeds before I put them into the ground to get my enzymes, my spit, my, my DNA on them. So absolutely correct. Uh, and that's how I plant my garden every year. And, uh, and I believe that to be true. I believe you can also hold the intention if you're holding the piece of fruit, say you're going to eat an apple, hold that piece of fruit and ask it to please provide you with what you need, I think there's something there too with just setting that intention. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's great. Um, I love that you said that. I don't know many people that know about that. And it's really cool because my garden and my plants talk to me. 
and I pretty much know which one of them wants to serve me on some given days and I'll 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 be grateful. I'll pick a piece of kale, put it in my smoothie and just thank the plant for um that energy. Speaking of food and and eggs, how do you feel about the egg? I mean, I love eggs and I know doctors say, "Oh, cholesterol, this and that." But to me, you know, and the egg marketing board, they say the egg is the perfect food and I I, I, happen, I agree. Uh, I love eggs. How do you feel about the egg as food? I love eggs. I absolutely love them. And let me tell you what I know about eggs. So um, there is a author of a book here in the United States that preaches do not eat eggs, do not eat eggs, do not eat eggs. Um, and so I followed his program and was in his practitioner forum for three years and I didn't eat any eggs. And I got very deficient in B12. And I realized that, you know, there is balance in everything. But his whole theory was that we have used eggs to grow viruses in labs. So if you have a virus and you eat an egg, you're feeding that virus in the body, which made sense to me at the time. But if you don't have a virus, you know, I mean, I, I love eggs. I had an egg this morning. So I feel like. You know, you said in the beginning of the interview, I kind of go a thousand percent. When I do something, I do it, you know, a thousand percent. There is no hundred percent for me. So I one thousand percent stopped eating eggs for about a year. And uh, I really got deficient in uh, some of the minerals and vitamins that they provide. And I, I, I absolutely love eggs. Hmm. Well, my, you know, that old saying, uh, all things in moderation. I, mine is all things in moderation, including moderation. Uh, I, I just, I can't get enough eggs. eggs. Um, I want to go back to color because uh, I kind of took us on down a tangerine. Uh, <laughs> uh, indigo. Um, one of my favorite uh, um, songs is Mood Indigo. So I love that color and I love that, uh, that inky kind of midnight blue or purple or so tell me about indigo on the light spectrum and how or what it does in the healing process well i love indigo as well and i love all colors i actually dress you know every day for the mood that i'm in the colors that i want and i have a closet full of clothes and they're all put in you know like a rainbow colored order so it's uh indigos for the third eye chakra and um you know, so anything that has to do with an imbalance in the third eye chakra, including brain tumors, hmm. um, I will use indigo for. All right. So um, how often do you should someone go into the harmonic egg? Is it is it kind of like a, a maintenance type thing? Do you do you is it like going to a chiropractor or an acupuncturist? How does it work? Um, great, great. So and that's a, something I want to talk about, too, because people um, I think you're probably of the age where we used to have the seminar junkies and everybody would go to every seminar they could get yes. their hands on. Yes, oh yes, yes. The yeah. learning, the learning so, annex. Exactly. And people are energy healing junkies now. And they believe that, you know, acupuncture is safe, cranial sacral is safe, uh, massage is safe. And they believe they can do them all on the same day. And I've seen people hurt themselves quite extensively and one to the point of death mm. uh, doing too much. So when you do an egg session, we uh, recommend five to seven days before you do another. You know, there is an exception. If you traveled, you know, a, you know, a, a thousand miles or 10,000 miles to get to a center, you know, we don't want to turn you away after one session. So you can do two. Uh, but then you want to integrate probably for 10 days. And so... If you think about it, it's you want to give your body time to realize what the energy shift is and let the body come back online properly. So I really encourage people, if you do acupuncture, you know, give it two or three days to integrate. Ask that professional, ask that practitioner, you know, how long should I wait before I do something else? You really don't want to pile stuff up on top of it. And so I tell people, you know, if you had something that's been plaguing you for 20 years, probably want to do about 10 sessions over, say, 10 weeks. That's a great reboot to to really say to the nervous system, this is this this old thing, this chronic thing is not our normal. 
let's reset a new normal. So that takes like three to 10 sessions, depending on what it is. And then most of the, the centers have memberships where you can come in once a month. Uh, my dentist, my horse is veterinarian. Uh, a lot of medical doctors come in, you know, once a month and just de-stress and it's brilliant. I know we can't, we can't talk about healing, but anecdotally, what are people telling you uh, about you know, what the egg is doing for them? Give us some examples. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so many testimonials now, and that's why I, I instruct the center owners, you know, they can't make any claims, but people can write testimonials. So uh, one story that I love is um, I worked in Hollywood with uh, David Stanley, who was Elvis Presley's stepbrother. And he's been a dear friend of mine for a lot of years now. And I hadn't seen him for about 11 years. And he lives in Vegas, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, I went out there, had dinner with him, and he had tremors so bad. And they had diagnosed him with Parkinson's. And um, he's a musician. He's a karate, karate guy. I think he's fifth degree black belt, Kempo Karate. Well, I just, it broke my heart. It broke my heart to see him almost to the shuffle of his feet and the, you know, the, the tremors and stuff. And uh, so he's been doing some sessions and he's able to snap his fingers again and, you know, just a lot of stuff. And that was only like three sessions. I believe that the body gets out of balance because we don't treat it well and the nervous system gets confused and then it creates that normal. And so we see a lot of people detoxing heavy metals. There'll be a, a really aromic smell. And that was one of the things that I think contributes to Parkinson's is heavy metal toxic load on the body. And even uh, David was stating that he had um, tasted heavy metals in his mouth after the session. Hmm. So I think there's a five reasons that people get, I guess we'll call it disease, um, heavy metals, stress, inflammation, an autoimmune or immune system problem, and uh, fatty liver. There's an epidemic of fatty liver going around, even with non pe people who have not ever had any alcohol. Right, right. Um, what about people who have surgery? Uh, does, it, does it seem to speed up the recovery? Well, you, you, alerted, you alluded to that uh, earlier after your accident. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had people where, you know, the doctors can't explain why they uh, diagnosed him with a broken bone. And then within five days, they can't find the break anymore. So the body will heal at the rate that it's, you know, able to heal. And I believe that our bodies are amazing. And we have these bodies that, you know, when you cut yourself, it's going to heal. You know, when you break a bone, it's going to heal. Um, why do we believe that our eyesight can't heal? Why do we believe that our you know, our organs can't heal. I, we know that they regenerate because the whole body will regenerate after what, I think it's seven years. Right, right. We shed all our skin, all our cells. Exactly. We basically re-sleeve our consciousness every seven years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how many, how many centers around North America can we find these harmonic eggs? Well, we'll be in Canada in July, um, but we have, uh, let's see, 24 centers in the United States right now. 24. And um, you're in Colorado, so it all, it all started there. And so you're, you're manufacturing the eggs and shipping them to, to various people, and they can, if they want to start a center, they contact you. Is that how it works? Correct. Yes. Um, and you did you ever hear of Mork and Mork and Mindy? Mork from Ork? Nanu Nanu. Yeah, and he landed here in Boulder, Colorado that's, with his eggs. Ah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. actually why the eggs are white. Um, my manufacturers are in Kansas, and they said, "Please, please, please, can we paint the outside white for Mork from Ork?" And I said, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> The other thing I was thinking of is uh, uh, I'm a big, you know, obviously a Beatles fan, Paul McCartney, but I also like Paul McCartney and Wings, their final album, Back to the Egg. Yes. I have actually been in Liverpool and got a pretty um, uh, presidential journey of, you know, the, the Beatles because I was with uh, Elvis's stepbrother. 
and uh, we will be delivering an egg to the Liverpool area again in April. So I love the Beatles, absolutely. My ringtones are all you need is love. and. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, this is uh, this has been a delight, Gail. Thank you so much. Give us a, a website where people can learn more and also how we can get a copy of Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing. Oh, thank you for asking. I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, www.harmonicegg.com and the book is in the store on the website. Fantastic. Gail, thank you so much for this. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back in a moment to fill you in on the next installment of Conspiracy Unlimited. If you're a fan of this podcast or my weekly radio program, The Conspiracy Show, or my YouTube channel, Strange Planet, I hope you'll consider becoming an official donor. A donation of $50 a month places you in the Star Chamber. $20 a month is the whistleblower tier. And a donation of just $10 per month makes you a truth seeker. Any monthly amount is welcome and greatly appreciated. To become an official donor, go to patreon.com forward slash strange planet. Patreon.com forward slash strange planet. Coming up next time, remote viewer Angela Thomas has garnered a reputation for accuracy with her psychic predictions. She'll explain how to spot a psychic scammer and more. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats, we need. We need constant petting. <laughs>